it. This is episode number 189 of No Laugh Track Podcast. This is Justin Severson, the host. Thank you, Circle of Heat, as always, for letting us play your music there at the beginning. Uh, my guest this week has been here before, twice, I think, if I remember correctly, and it is always a pleasure because he's very funny and knowledgeable and has lots of good stories, so there's a setup, and now you can't let me down, Will. <laughs> Will Durst is here. Hey, Justin. Hey. Uh, where do I begin? I'm going to begin by with something, get some business out of the way here, something we've talked about in, I know the last time we were here we talked about it, and it's the movie that you're a part of, Three Still Standing. Three Still Standing? I tried to watch it. How? I, exactly. How? Yeah. Why is this not available to me yet? I agree. It's been two totally. years since this thing's made? Uh, well, last year, uh, actually, October of uh, 14, it was premiered at the Mill Valley Film Festival, and then it did a series of different film festivals. It did the circuit. Yeah. It was in Toronto for the Hot Docs uh, uh, Festival, and then it was in Austin, and it was in Denver, and a bunch of places. Uh, Woodstock. We went to Woodstock, which was fun. Oh. Yeah. And uh, so now... um, because they, they didn't know what they wanted, uh, who was going to pick it up. So now it's it's going to go to Netflix. It is. It should be in Netflix in a couple months. I think it's going to be on Amazon Prime first. And then and then I don't know. Okay. Then I don't know. Well, that's good news, though. Still doing film. We're going to be in Sweden. Oh, wow. And we're on Air Canada. If you fly Air Canada, it's one of the uh, availabilities. On no kidding. Personal computer. Yeah. And also, it made it to... The Canadian Broadcast Channel, CBC, their movie channel. So it's, uh, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there. Not okay. much. Not much. All right. All right. Because uh, I wanted to watch it since, uh, you know, yeah. we were going to talk today. Yeah. And I couldn't find it. Yeah. I did end up, I landed on a website where they said I could watch it. And then, but it also had movies like Deadpool and all these other movies that are in theaters now. And I thought, I don't think this is legit. I'm going <laughs> to close this page and not. I'm not going to, you know, do some free download or whatever. I'm not. Why not? I, I, because I, uh, morally I can't steal movies. No, I don't, because I feel like <laughs> if you do that, it's, you're going to eventually get caught. That's what I think. Yes. Yeah. And they will take away your internet privileges. I don't want to be the guy that gets caught stealing movies. After I, you get caught six times. Yeah. You know, right the now, thing is, that's... I pay for, an, we have satellite TV, we have Netflix, we have Amazon Prime. I have enough access to, you know... Different stuff. I don't need to break the law to get... I have more than I can handle already. Yeah. But when a movie that I want to see is not available... But I did see that uh, it is, I think, next month. It's It said I could buy it for pre-order on Amazon. Yeah, so I guess next month it's yeah. coming out. And as a Prime member, you'll be able to just watch it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's like I've already paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, that's good news. That's yeah. good news. Um... How were you? Did you have a show last night? Is tonight the first night? When did you get to town? Got to town yesterday. You did. Did a uh, show last night? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's been such a weird the last couple of weeks. People have been showing up in, in midweek, so I'm getting confused. How was last night? You know, my career has like a sine wave. <laughs> and uh, there's the year of the presidential election, yeah. and that's where I kind of peek out. Right. And then the year after the presidential election. Nobody wants to hear about politics at all. They just la la la. They so uh, that's why I I did a show about being a baby boomer right in 2013 because uh, I did a one man show called the Like to Laugh in 2012 because doing the one man show then you don't have uh, people in front of you you know I mean you get to control the entire and I started out on Super Tuesday of 2012 and the show was about 80 minutes long. And by I did it every Tuesday at a theater in San Francisco, and by election night it was two hours. That were lush and rich and thick, yeah. and fecund and fertile and febrile, <laughs> and it was all those things. Yeah. And then it evaporated. So that's why. And this right now because uh, we're a week before Super Tuesday, mm-hmm. so I'm able. Uh, I am running. 
I'm writing the stuff much faster than I can remember it wow. and place it into my act. And that's why I'm carrying around my little script. Oh, okay. I my see My little nine-page script and eight-point font. Holy and, You're not kidding. I can't. Yeah, here. You can look at it. Oh, let's not lose the page. Holy yeah. moly. So that's my script right now. Whoa. And you're not kidding. I didn't even... Yeah. I can't remember the last time I printed anything that small. That oh, It's almost hard to see. Nine pages, eight-point font, Times oh. New Roman. Wow. And Even handwritten notes. This is going to, you know... Yeah, yeah. Someday so, this is in the Smithsonian, right? Yeah. This is under So glass. what I do is I, I go over it and over it and over it, and then I, I write the handwritten notes. Yeah, I see that. And then I redo it. And if you look at the top, you'll see this is version 1.5. I see, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so... Uh, <laughs> I just read the first three lines. What? Oh, uh, <laughs> let us pray? Yes. Here we are in the middle of an election year. Let us pray. Yeah. That's so that's... Funny. Yeah. And then... <laughs> I picked up this trick that I did with the uh, Boomer Raging show from LSD to OMG. Was I yeah. on stage? I took an overhead projector with me. Oh, that's right. And, yes. And I had this moment in the middle where I talked about the presidents, and so I had a picture of all the presidents of the baby boomers, starting out with uh, Truman and then moving on all the way. And it was a lot of fun uh, to use. And then I had other, you know, lists, and I would do the piece of cardboard, you know, with the overhead projector for the slow reveal. Yeah, yeah. So I'm doing that with this, and I found uh, I can do all 17 of the Republican candidates that started out. Yeah. And the six Democrats who were mentioned, including Joe Biden. And uh, and I show a picture of them. And the audience is kind of interested because they've heard all these names and, you know, and then I got a funny picture of Trump and I got a funny picture of uh, Christie and and I show Melania, <laughs> our uh, future first lady, uh, <laughs> in one of her uh, provocative poses. Uh-huh. And then I, I haven't gotten it yet, but I'm, I'm going to get a picture. And this is going to be your future. And she's lying, you know, and she's busting out all over. And then I'm going to show Eleanor Roosevelt afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is a first lady. Yeah. So, and it's it makes it a little more interesting. Did Eleanor Roosevelt ever show skin? You know, I think she did show her ankle at yeah, one point. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Very provocative. Yeah, back then. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, ankle. Check it out. Wow. <laughs> She's ready for her centerfold. So I'm doing I'm doing that show again. Uh, Elect to Laugh you 2016. Are. Okay. And I start May March 15, the Ides of March in San Francisco, and that's what this is about uh, putting the hour 20 together. Okay. So last night uh, you asked a roundabout way answering your question. Last night uh, I had to follow two really really good acts. Brandy Brown, incredibly mm-hmm. smart, young yep. uh, African-American lady, uh, very uh, funny. And then Trevor Anderson, yeah. who's just wonderful. And uh, it it helped because they're both smart comics. And it makes the audience, you know, sometimes they book me uh, when I do a club. And uh, it happened in Chicago at Zany's. And there was a comic open. And it was all wah humor. The humor was right there. Yeah. And so I would go on, and I'm talking about politics, which is already difficult. And, uh, you know, because they know Trump and maybe Cruz. And then the rest of them, they don't know. So I have to dump that material and go straight to, you know, Jeb and Hillary. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and it's fun when I get to play with everybody. So last night I was able to play. And it's the week before Super Tuesday. So mm-hmm. so I'm at the height of my powers. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yes, you are. I just wish I had better jokes. But <laughs> but I will. I will. Severson, I will. I will. They will, you know, because... I learned something every time on stage, you know, because I had this, I had this throwaway that I just did on stage, and I can't remember what it was now, but it was a throwaway, and I got a huge laugh. And it was a throwaway, and I, of course, I couldn't remember it after I came off stage, but, but uh, I keep waiting to get to that point of my act again and see where it naturally goes, and hopefully you, I can. Find you should be it. recording all the shows right I now. I should, but yeah. I don't. <laughs> I can't listen to myself. God. I was asked that last week if if because uh, they started replaying the uh, Eric started editing the podcast when we were in the back office here after recording and someone asked me you know can are you okay listening to yourself by myself yeah, yeah. I am in front of other people it's cringeworthy yeah yeah 
Well, all I could think of was, oh, you stupid idiot. Why did you say that? What are you stuttering for? Are you drunk? Why? You're slurring, for Christ's sake. That's all I can think of. Fair enough. I saw a, um, a Hillary uh, commercial yesterday. She's got Morgan Freeman doing yeah, yeah. voiceover. Yeah, she's... Uh, She's clinging to the ankles of, speaking of ankles, this is going to be the ankle uh, show. Uh, she's clinging to the ankles of Barack Obama because she needs South Carolina as a firewall. And then if she can defeat Bernie in South Carolina, it's pretty pretty smooth sailing. Yeah. Because after Super Tuesday, uh, you know, he just doesn't have the ability to go in. And, of course, he's depending on kids, and the kids are notoriously... Uh, fickle, you know. Uh, well, I just saw uh, I saw a thing this morning. There are more millennials now than baby boomers. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, what do you what do you think of that? You know, versus the you know, uh, in relation to people getting out to vote, like a lot more people with tattoos. <laughs> Going to be seen at the polling places. Um, put it this way. Let me ask this way. It, uh, for you, for your interests, is it better that young more young people are voting or less? Oh, I don't care. You don't care? I don't yeah. Go, go, do, be, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wish them well, and uh, I hope they get involved. The the reason my generation was so politicized was, uh, well, for one thing, the birth of cool happened uh, Mm -hmm. during um, our parents' late generation, so we were were floating on the cloud of cool, and... (laughs) And all, and they would pick us up and drop us into a war zone. They would just do that because they had a little thing called the draft. So, and all the adults thought, oh, you know, this is, we we do wars and this is a good war. No, it wasn't a good war. You know, they were told that uh, World War Two was a good war. Yes, it was. It was a good war. You know, mm-hmm. you had to fight that one. Yeah. Korea was a little murky, and then Vietnam. It was just the generals who, you know, one bridge too far. So. Um, <laughs> So they and so the entire generation was politicized, and we were so different from the previous generation. So, and and that hasn't happened since. I mean, you can tell the difference just by the music. You know, people can still listen to the music from the sixties. You Damn can't. Right. You can't listen to the music from the forties unless you have a real interest in that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's you a good point. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, everything is because you know it hasn't really changed that much. Yeah, that's a. <laughs> That's a very good point. What do, uh, the, for one of the first things I saw when I went on um, Twitter this morning, that's where I get all my news. Um, <laughs> uh, and it, what was trending was the, uh, the phrase, I love the poorly educated. Yes. Yeah. You heard that last yes. night. Yeah. Trump, during his, uh, let me explain to the audience what's happening here. Uh, Justin Severson and I are talking about uh, something that happened last night because Tuesday was uh, the Republican caucus in Nevada, which was not as uh, complicated as a Democratic caucus, but they still had to show up and hang around. <laughs> you know, it's not like a primary. You just go and vote for Christ's sake, get it over with. No, you're going to hang out. And that's why Minnesota's going to be such a bitch, you know, because Democrats, well, let's uh, everybody over here and uh, talk amongst yourselves and, and then we'll, and, and if you don't like, and then you can move over here and, you know, it's like musical chairs without the music and no happy? chairs. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, you know, Democrats, you know, because everybody's a snowflake. We're all each individuals. Uh-huh. And, you know, Republicans, it's, uh, you win it, you win it, you know. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Trump won, and they didn't have any polling because Nevada is notoriously difficult to poll because nobody has uh, home phones and there's so many transients or just recent uh, show uh, people who showed up and uh, Im- immigrants to Nevada, you might say. Yeah. Uh, you uh-huh. could say that. And so Trump said, uh, yeah, we, uh, we won. We won across the board. We won with the with the well-educated, with the medium. We, we love with the poorly educated. I love the poorly educated. <laughs> That's what he said. Unbelievable. Out loud, yes. That's his base, the poorly educated. Low-information voters, often known as stupid people. <laughs> but, you, but the beauty of saying low-information voters is you can say it right in front of them, mm-hmm. and they don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's us. Uh (laughs) Yeah, he could probably uh, on the way out sell him a T-shirt that says that. (laughs) Right? (laughs) We are the poorly educated. Yeah, Uh Yeah. spelled incorrectly. (laughs) Educated with a K. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Uh, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, you think you go back and you you, the uh, you know I could shoot someone on Main Street that comment and you know like that's wild. 
And then, I love, you know what? You're dumb, but you know what? You like me, so good enough. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Un- unbelievable. He's, yeah, Glenn Beck called him dangerous. Glenn Beck. I have noticed in the last few days that the the, uh, the stories are popping up. It's, uh, I hate people. We you might have to really get used to this. He may have, He's. this is legitimate now. And he hasn't spent any money. And according to him, he's worth $10 billion. So yeah, right. He could spend, you know, a billion, you know, with ads. And I don't know how vulnerable Hillary is. I mean, you think about Hillary. We've She's been in the public eye for 25 years, since 1991. I mean, nationally. Mm-hmm. Not just Arkansas, nationally. So, and every, we've, we've seen her bloom, Will. We've seen her bloom. We've seen her bloom and die. We've, <laughs> we've seen her bloom and wither. You know, we've seen everything. Yeah. She's she's dried up and desiccated now. And, and, and poor Bill, you see Bill, and he just, he doesn't have that joie de vivre. You know, he used to be, oh, and he was, the, you know, had this lust for life, and, and now he talks like well, this. The guy's had heart sur- multiple heart surgeries. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't have the same. Hell no. But Hillary... And I'm of two minds. I don't know which way to go on this. I don't know if she has more baggage than the first United flight out of O'Hare after a freak spring blizzard, or <laughs> if she's been chewed on so much that there's no meat left on the bone, on the scandal bone. I mean, you think about it, there was there was Whitewater, and there was uh, Travelgate, and there was Gategate, <laughs> there was uh, uh, Vince Foster, and... And there was Benghazi and all her emails. And, you know, I mean, really? Another scandal? And I think everybody goes, yeah, whatever. Yeah. 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 Uh Yeah, she's a Clinton. Remember Bill? Exactly. Uh We all liked him. That's the great thing about Obama. No scandal, man. I mean, none of his people have been put in jail or, you know. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? I watched him on uh, that uh, Jerry Seinfeld, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. He, he got coffee in a car with Jerry Seinfeld? They couldn't leave the White House premises. <laughs> <laughs> so they just... So they just sat in the car? Yeah, they drove... <laughs> <there's>, they, <laughs> there are roads on the uh, property there, so they drove so they in drove circles, the basically. the South Lawn? <laughs> yeah. It's hysterical. I did not know that. They, uh, yeah, they, and they tried twice to get out. Uh, once with Jerry behind the wheel, and then once with uh, the president behind the wheel. And they the security have... guy's like, oh, come on. I can't let you go. <laughs> I can't let you go. Was he funny? He was charming. It was good. Oh, he yeah. was the best. Yeah, it, it was good. He's letting loose now because he, you know, he's got nothing to win. You know, He's got nothing to lose. He's right. Got, he's letting loose. He's, you yeah. Know, yeah, exactly. The Golden State Warriors won the... Um, uh, NBA championship last year, so they had their visit to the White House about three weeks ago, and he was wonderful. He was just—he knew. I mean, he knew buckets. You know, he knew ball. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he, so he could talk in their language, and he knew idiosyncrasies about Draymond Green. Oh wow! And, and he's actually golfed with Curry before because Curry has this great. Um, uh, uh, benefit, uh, you know, nonprofit people that he helps out. Yeah, yeah. So it, he was, and he's just so smooth. Yeah, you know? <laughs> very. I've, I don't know if I've ever asked you. Have you ever met a president? Not this one. No, I met, I met three elected presidents. I met uh, George H. W. Bush, and I met Bill Clinton and Al Gore. <laughs> <laughs> elected wait <president>. al gore <laughs> elected president yeah. uh there's a better way to put that uh but yeah i shook uh w's hand in new hampshire and mccain's hand but not willard or uh or brock hmm. not yet okay hopefully i actually told jokes for bill clinton i met him twice once while he was president because uh, there was a wedding at the white house uh, Barbara Boxer's daughter married Hillary's brother. Okay. And Barbara Boxer's daughter used to work at a comedy club in San Francisco called the Holy City Zoo. Oh, yeah. And she was friends of a lot of comics. So she invited a lot of comics to the wedding. And so we got to go. And we were like sophomores invited to the senior prom, <laughs> you know, overdressed and, you know, really amped up. Sure, and, sure. And one of the comics bought, um, as a gift, he bought a clock. 
and he had put batteries in it. So he actually tried to enter the White House with a package that was ticking. Oh! <laughs> yeah. There you go. Brilliant. But uh shook uh, Bill's hand and Hillary's hand, uh, you know, in the reception line and blah, blah. And then I, I worked for him one time. Sue Murphy, who is a comedian, she was... Uh, uh, the executive producer of Chelsea's show, I think, for a while. Okay. And she's very funny. Yeah. She put I've, together a, I've heard her on a podcast. She put together a benefit for, for Barbara Boxer, and Bill showed up, and it was her and Kevin Kataoka and me, and she took the bullet. She went on first, even though she's at the time was a legitimate headliner. Uh-huh. And so she went on first, Kevin went on second, and then I went on third. And uh, Clinton was late. Of course, you know, they had a little thing they used to call Clinton time, which was always 45 minutes late. Oh. And uh, he was on Clinton time. So everybody had to truncate their act. So, and, and, you know, instead of an hour-long show, it was now a 40-minute show, you know. And I got up and I told, this was right after 9-11, and I told some jokes. And uh, everybody was laughing. And then uh, I saw Clinton was drinking a glass of water, so I used to do this joke. Uh, you know, during that whole anthrax thing, they had Bush opening Cheney's mail, and Clinton laughed so hard he spit water through his nose. So that's been the highlight of my comedy <laughs> career to this point, up till today. Yep. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Gave the former president of the United States a sinus douche. <laughs> I'm, uh, I, w- I want to ask this question that has nothing to do with what we've been talking about, but it just... Um... I want to ask before I forget. Jake Johansson was on last week. Had a really fun episode. Very funny with him. guy, right. but from Iowa. <laughs> so they kind of uh, well, other. I'm sure you know him from the San Francisco area, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, we talked briefly about how he and uh, coincidentally Barry Manilow just announced a uh, tour. He's coming to St. Paul, but Jake opened once or like did a tour with Barry Manilow. Did a tour? Yes. Have you ever had a weird? You know, open for... Uh, no, because of the political thing. Yeah. People are afraid to... Uh, well, maybe me. someone made a mistake and booked you anyway. <laughs> no. No? I, I opened up for Hiroshima once. Uh, it was a jazz band. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I opened up for... Jeez, not many... Oh, one of my first gigs ever Um was at the Oriental Theater in Milwaukee before I moved to San Francisco. It's 1977 or 78. And The Knack, a band called The Knack, yeah. had uh, the number one single. My the, Sharona? My Sharona. Yeah. Number one single, number one album in America. And their opening band who got stuck in a snowstorm in Cleveland. So the, the manager of the Oriental Theater, Pat Moret, I think, uh, asked me if I would open up for the Knack. So I went on stage, and I'd been doing comedy for four years, and you know, and I go out on stage. You know, all I had to do was fifteen minutes, and I got fifty bucks, man. It was hey, and I got, I got, <laughs> I got blown in the in the uh, in the dressing room. It was <laughs> it was one of the greatest. Uh, you know, show business moments, man. Uh, yeah, I got a yeah. But they they didn't get a chance to meet the knack, so they went for the opener. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was one of my girlfriends who was so excited that okay, she was going to okay. meet the knack. But then I, but then I went out on stage and I died. Oh. It was it was twenty four hundred fifteen year old girls on reds, and so. Nothing I did. I could not. We had no shared references. I couldn't even sure, do sure. car jokes because they didn't drive. <laughs> you know, much less relationships or or politics. And I and I did a little politics back then. Yeah. But oh god, it was hideous. But I did. I stayed out there for fifteen minutes and got fifty bucks. She got you. Your gal got you to relax. And that yeah, that was yeah, yeah. <laughs> you needed a nap before that show. Yeah, that was uh, you know because when you when you're starting out, you know you think this is going to happen all the time. You know? <laughs> oh, you're admitting it doesn't. Like like Rodney Dangerfield, you know. <laughs> I love it. So I uh, I want to do a. I hope this works out well. It could be a disaster, but um, 
I mentioned this to you briefly before we started recording. I have something that uh, it's, a, it's a quiz I found online, and you, it gives you some questions, and then you answer them, and at the end it tells you which candidate, which presidential candidate you should you know most I'm likely totally be voting in. for. Totally in. All right. So uh, there, yeah. There's a there's a nice set of questions here. So Bernie. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So should we? Uh, you want to answer? You want to give yeah. your truthful answers here, and we'll see what we get here. Okay. All right. So, um, so we're gonna. Oh, jeez. We're starting out pretty, pretty, uh, pretty hot here. What is your stance on abortion? I've never mentioned abortion on this podcast. Unlimited before. abortion on demand. <laughs> really, if you want more than one, I think you should be able to go in there. <laughs> I'm gonna go pro-choice then. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. <laughs> no, pro-life. All right. <coughs> pro-choice. Yeah, pro-choice. We got pro-choice. We're going to like that. And uh, how important? I'm going to say that's very important to you. Do you support the legalization of same-sex marriage? Yes, I do. Good for you. I, By the way, we were talking briefly uh, before we started recording about Jamaica. Uh, you and I were. Oh, yeah? Did you know that they are hardcore homophobic Like yeah, yeah. in Jamaica? like Catholic in, countries. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Boy, that. That made me uncomfortable in a few times. Not, I'm not gay. I was there with my wife, but just how different our views were, you know, in mixed company. It was like, whoa, okay, I'll keep my mouth shut on this one. Religion. Yikes. Should the government continue to fund Planned Parenthood? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. All right. Should the government increase environmental regulations? Little, little, little sidebar. Yes, here. please throw stuff as uh, many sidebars as you'd like. For Absolutely. people uh, who, uh, and and you get this with a lot of liberals. You know, there's not a dime's worth of difference between uh, the Republicans and the Democrats. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. The first thing that George W. Bush did, his first executive order as president on January twenty first, two thousand one, was he cut off all funding for any Planned Parenthood association overseas, if they mentioned the word abortion, if they if they offered it or offered uh, references or whatever, he just sh- because of his little you know gift to the hard right. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing he did in office. So. Not a dime's worth of difference. Yeah, yeah, except the fact that thousands of African women died because of this this movement, because of the one little signature, and there's not a dime's worth of di- Bite me. Sorry. Sorry. I love it. This Sorry. is exactly what Sorry. I'm looking for, Will. Sorry. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Should the government increase... But not in- funny. It should be funny. I wish I could make it funny. Environmental regulations. Yes. Yes. To prevent global warming. Yes. 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 Should national parks be preserved and protected by the federal government? Yes! 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 Do you ever go to do you, do you go to state parks, national parks? Yes. Yeah? Should uh they have wonderful ones in California. Yeah, oh yeah. Not I don't know from experience, but yes. Northern Should, California, man, it's so beautiful. It is so beautiful. We have a road called Highway 1 and it it rides along the ocean, and because it's not the fastest way to get from San Francisco to L.A., it's it's generally you know just locals you know who live on the coastal communities and stuff, and it it's just overwhelmingly beautiful. Yeah, and the fact that more people don't do it, and then there's like this little state park that. Uh, uh, right on the side of the road that uh, the elephant seals kind of took over like 20 years ago because of the changing of the warmth of the oceans. And, yeah, yeah. and now they're all in this. And you just get off and you look at and there's no charge. And it's incredible. That sounds beautiful. Not like Cambria. That sounds yeah. beautiful. Uh, what else we got here? Should producers, Will, be required to label genetically engineered foods? Yes. 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 Frankenfoods. Frankenfoods. What did I just buy yesterday that uh, in a huge label it said non-GMO? It was, oh, uh, uh, it was. Chicken. No. At Whole Foods. Vanilla extract. Non-GMO for vanilla ho- extract? Yes, I, we were making homemade ice cream. Were you really? Yes. Well, you have many more depths than yeah. I would have first. Yeah, well, somebody, it was a gift we got. Uh, How was it? A wedding gift. Delicious. It's yeah. like the fifth, sixth time I've done it. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. yeah. Really good. Really good. An ice cream maker. Yeah, but I bought the... Uh, what I, kind? Cuisinart. A 
Cuisinart. You, there's no churning anymore, Will. Like oh, the really? one. <laughs> yeah, no. You plug it That's in. Butter, isn't it? Well, no. There's a. Uh, there no, I've seen the ones where the uh, the hand crank yeah, on yeah. the ice cream makers, the homemade ice cream makers. Yeah. This one you plug in and flip the switch, and it does the mixing for you. It's oh, awesome. Cool. I work for Cuisinart. No, I don't. Um, should physically and mentally capable adults on welfare be required to work? Yes. Yes. Be required to work. All right. Should employers be required to pay <laughs> men and women the same salary for the same job? Yes. <laughs> required. Now that's interesting. How would it? How would I know, it? I know, I know, how I know. would it be that's required? A, yeah. I mean, should I mean, they? Yes. Required. I, yeah. That's the that's the problem with uh, also the previous question. The previous question. Because a lot of times people, uh, especially single mothers, you know, if they're required to work for welfare, I mean, what do they do for daycare? And sometimes they can, yeah. So that's, those are both, yeah, Mm -hmm. tough. Yes. Oh, here's an interesting one that I, people get really fired up about. Should all welfare recipients be tested for drugs? No. (laughs) No. Not unless the politicians are. (laughs) Great. That's awesome. Uh how about and these are uh, these involve domestic policy? Should there be more restrictions on the current process of purchasing a gun? Well, I don't know. It's a state thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's dom- so. I, I. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah, says yeah. Background checks. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Should people on the no-fly list be banned from purchasing guns and ammunition? No. 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 No, because you can make that. You know, I I'm that close to making the no. Fl- if Donald Trump is president, I'm on the no fly. <laughs> Should there be term limits for members of set for members of Congress? No, 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 because then the lobbyists end up with the power. It's happened in California because we have term limits for our con- for not con- our state legislature for uh-huh. our senators, and and you find out that uh, nobody can get anything done. Okay. Okay. Do you support the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act, also aka known as Obamacare. Obamacare? Yes, indeed. Yes, you do support that. Oh, yes, yes. yes. It's how comedians have insurance, yes! right? <laughs> it's not like I'm an employee of Acme Comedy <laughs> Company or I belong to the Comics Clowns and Jesters Union. <laughs> I'm not a member of Congress, so yeah. Yes, uh, yeah. I'm getting my insurance from the uh, Podcasters Union. No, yeah. No. <laughs> Soon, I, I, Soon. You know what? It probably will be. Should the federal government require children to be vaccinated for preventable diseases? Should we? Should they get involved with go over to you know go over people's religious rights and make them get shots? Oh, screw people's religious rights. <laughs> Everybody wants their religious rights to be demanded for everybody you know to apply to everybody yeah you know they don't believe in abortion so nobody can have abortion right right? they don't believe that uh, you should draw pictures of muhammad so nobody can draw pictures of muhammad well you know what you know i don't want my wife you know be forced to walk five paces behind me dressed as a grieving beekeeper so (laughs) uh keep your regulations to yourself I like it. Do you support? Oh, I think I know your answer to this one. Do you support the legalization of marijuana? Actually, I don't smoke pot. I get paranoid. I'm one of the. I think there's ten percent of them, like like uh, gays. You know, it's ten percent uh, uh, gay and ten percent people get paranoid when they smoke pot. And I just do. I get I get too internal. But I think everybody should have. You know, I start thinking of all the stuff that I should be doing instead of the fun that I'm having. You know, everybody else is waving the music out of their eyes, and I'm, yeah. wor- and I'm worried about the the next uh, project. <laughs> you know, that's sitting on my desk. Yeah. Right. So, but yeah, I think it should be legalized. You, know. you need to combine the two somehow. Yeah, yeah. Paranoia and uh, gay. No, <laughs> no. The working, but getting rid of the paranoia and smoking. No, I can't. Oh yeah. man, the new pot. Yeah. Jesus Christ, it's so it's so powerful. Yeah, it's- I saw a. Uh, did you see this? The, you know, it's Girl Scout cookie season. Yes, it is. Have you been hit up? Uh, oh, but the little Girl Scouts are outside a pot dispenser. Isn't that awesome? I love that. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Sold out. Yeah. Sold out. Makes sense. Uh-huh. Brilliant. Should a photo ID be required to vote? I think so. Yeah. 
I think so, too. Should prisons ban the use of solitary confinement for juveniles? I don't think they should ban solitary confinement. I think there should be limits on it, but uh, uh, yes, say yes. Say yes. Should uh, the U.S. accept refugees from Syria? Yes. 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 Should foreign terrorism suspects be given constitutional rights? Foreign terrorism subjects, constitutional rights. Yeah, I think anybody who makes it to the shores uh, gets the same rights as everybody else. I think that's the legal system. Mm -hmm. Should the government decrease military spending? Yes! (laughs) Yes! We, We spend as much as the next eight countries combined! That means two plus three plus four plus five plus six plus seven plus eight plus nine don't add up to one. Yes. 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 And then you got these idiots, these these cretinous fool toad butt wipe lizard sticks mm-hmm. who are saying, well, I'm going to make America stronger. You idiot. We are. We, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this isn't on this quiz, but uh, you know, this is my own question. Do you. Which is there a tax law that should be repealed? What's what's one that comes to oh, mind? There's, I say that? there's so many taxes and regulations that should be revealed. There should be uh, revoked, and there should be uh, you know a citizens committee telling people this is ridiculous. I mean, regulations. Uh, you know the fact that when I have a babysitter uh, for our cats. And I pay her 25 bucks a day to stay at her house and watch our cats that I have to uh, pay unemployment insurance for her. Really? Really? Seriously? Is that a real thing? Yes. What? Yes. I know. I know. Wait, 25? How much is it? Well, it's 20 bucks a day. When we had a dog, it was 25. And then I dropped it down to 20. I'm, you know, I'm always looking for another part-time job. Maybe I could... Uh... <laughs> she likes it because we have cable. Yeah. yeah. Could do a little cat sitting. Uh, do you support increasing taxes for the rich in order to reduce interest rates for student loans? <laughs> yes. Yes? Yes. Yeah. I'm still paying off student loans. And that My, was 20 I, years ago. I went to the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. I did not go to Madison because Madison was a party school, and I didn't need to double down if you catch my trip. <laughs> so I went to Milwaukee, and also uh, I followed the girl there. It's uh, the story of my career. But I went for five semesters at UWM, and then the sixth semester I took all the grant and loan money, and I got a combination of both every year, every semester, and I ran away to California with it. And I tried to make it a show business, and I, and I got kicked out, and I had to come back to Wisconsin. So I, I came back to Milwaukee, and I applied for loans and grants, and I got some more. And I went for three semesters, and the fourth semester, I took the money, took the money. and ran away to California again. And then I came <laughs> back, and I applied again for grants and loans. And they said, okay, but this is the last time. And I went for another couple, and I never graduated. I studied journalism and theater and film and broadcasting, uh-huh. and and I got a little bit, you know, conversant in all of them. Sure. And but then I uh, started doing stand up. Moved out to California, caught the wave. Got very lucky. Caught the the crest of the comedy wave. And in 1989, Debbie and I were lucky enough to be able to buy a house. But before we could get a loan, I had to pay off my student loan. Oh. Uh, and I was worried. Oh, my God. Was there what? any negotiation, or did you pay it all off? No, I had to pay the whole thing off. Really? And it was $4,200. Oh, wait a minute. I had lived for seven years. That's not much. Forty two. That's because we had 1% interest. Wow. Our, our loans were 1% interest. And Young now, people, are you listening to this right yes. now? 20-year-olds, are you listening to this? Yes. You 1%. should be out in the streets. You should be burning down banks. You know, look at the 60s. Look what we did. Find Black Panthers who are involved in this. Burn down the bank, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Just three or four of them. You don't have to make sure that, not like the you know the math department in yeah. Madison. Make sure everybody's out of the building before you burn it down. But Jesus oh. Christ, don't let them do this to you. Oh. Oh. Yeah. All right. Back to the quiz here. Do you support Common Core National Standards? You know what Common Core is? It's not a law. 
You know, Ted Cruz is, uh, if elected, I'm going to repeal every word at Common Core. Dude, it's a set of standards that the states either agree to or they don't. It's not a law. You're going to repeal. A, there's nothing to repeal. It's not a law. <laughs> Ted Cruz, eternally vigilant against imaginary legislation <laughs> everywhere. He's an idiot. Yes, if you want Common Core, the state decides. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Cruz, he's the one who uh, is accused of just saying what people want to hear, right? The t- p- takes out a topic like, "Hey, here's the most popular opinion." Isn't isn't that his reputation? No, that's pretty much all of. Them. It's pretty much all. Yes, yes. They, they, especially uh, Ben Carson. Poor Ben Carson. You know, he's he's just wonderful man. He is a wonderful. I mean, he's a, he's a pediatric neurosurgeon. He works on the, you know, he operates on the brains of little children to mm-hmm. make them better. Yeah, there should be more pediatric. But apparently, the experts were right. You know, politics is not brain surgery. <laughs> but he and his, I think his, I don't know what his slogan is for his campaign. Let's let's be nice to one another. Yeah. Oh, he, the. Get some pep in your step, man. That yeah. guy's just too... Yeah, I think he's dipped into his own prescription bag. I, really I mean, I, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, 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 could con- you could convince me of that. Yeah. Because, oh, speed it up, man. Speed it up. I just wanna, I want to reach for the TV and shake him. Like, just <laughs> get, spit it out, man. A little alacrity. Yeah. yeah. I, I know you have... You're running I, for president. I know you have thoughts. Yes, yes. I know you have thoughts. Good thoughts. Uh, should illegal immigrants have access to government-subsidized health care? Yes, I yes. think everybody should. Okay. Should Muslim immigrants be banned from entering the country until the government improves its ability to screen out potential terrorists? No. No. Should the U.S. increase restrictions on its current border security policy? Yes. 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 So uh, We're almost done here. Should the government... Oh, this is the last one. Yeah. Should the government fund space travel? Yes. Yes, really? Yes. I want to go back to my home planet of Mars. <laughs> I feel bad the kids don't get the, you know, I know, watch the space shuttle go up anymore. That was always a thrill. Yeah, well. I don't know what I we was, got from it. You know, but I grew up during Mercury and Apollo. Right. And, you know, and it, they would stop school and turn on the TVs and watch the launches. You know, uh, actually, what is it, the 30 year, 35 or something like that, of the uh, Challenger? Explosion. Yeah, space. Yeah. yeah, I uh, I was in fifth grade when that happened. I remember my teacher. No yeah, they were showing it on TV in some other classrooms. My class, there weren't enough televisions to go around to every class. Ooh. We didn't watch it. My teacher snuck out and w- went to another classroom and watched it. And came back crying. She was she had applied. Devastated. Oh, she, she had applied. She had applied. Well, Sally Ride was the teacher. Who C- had, Krista McAuliffe. Krista McAuliffe. That's yeah, right, was the teacher. Yeah, and she went up. Uh huh. I'll never. And that your was teacher had applied to be the yes, teacher. Yes, wow. that's you know when people say the old you know where were you when that happened? That's my first, you know where were you? And that was what thirty years ago. Yeah, eighty six, I believe. Wow. Yeah, eighty six. I remember where I was. I woke up. I was doing a gig in Colorado Springs, and I was uh, staying at a. A hotel, and I turned on the TV, and I could tell immediately something was wrong because it was CNN, and the guy, the guy was talking like this, mm. and it was very serious. And I, whoa, you know, I mean, when you turn on something, yeah. How about nine eleven? Where were you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> obviously a funny story. Uh, have I ever talked about that on this? A show? funny nine eleven story. You hardly ever hear those. Uh, yeah. Um... I was, uh, I, it, that's, bef- but it, <laughs> you boop, don't have to, boop, you boop. don't have to say, <laughs> it's obviously causing a bit of discomfort. No, it's, uh, the, God, I don't know how much I should say. Um, uh, let's not use names. No. The, where were you? I it was in, I was in Minneapolis, Minneapolis. and I had spent the night at a female friend's house. At a friend's house. And uh, and then so we had a fun night like the night before, right, right. and that you know slept in, which was a Monday night. Yep. So obviously Monday night we were partying. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Tuesday, then Tuesday morning, slept in, slept in. 
woke up and uh, hung out for a bit and then got to my car and turned the radio on. Uh, and Jesse Ventura, who was the governor at the time, right, right. was on the sports radio station I like to listen to. And I'm going, what the hell? What is, he, what is he doing on here? And that's how I found out. Then got home and turned the TV on and then saw you know, the visual proof of what yeah, had yeah. happened and then called my friend and was like do you know what the fuck just happened while like we were we're never gonna forget this <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't and um the, have you talked to her recently it's been a year or so two years maybe yeah. uh but on the 10 year anniversary of Which 9-11 2011, yeah she she sent me an email and i hadn't heard from her in a long time she sent me an email saying hey remember one isn't that amazing wow. yeah so no she's a i i, I can't I don't want to say no, no, who that no, was. No, no, no. She's uh, she's she's married. She has kids. She's not married, but she's a, a name. She's actually a name some people might know that are uh, comedy fans. I'll uh-huh. just say that. So interesting. Yeah, I was in San Francisco on my way to New Orleans for the New Orleans Comedy Festival, and uh, so I'm in the shower, and I hear it on the because I have a radio in the shower. And I hear it on the radio, and I realize that I was not going to New Orleans, so <laughs> no. still pissed. <laughs> Osama bin Laden for that. Man, it was going to be a great week, too. But then Lewis Black couldn't make it into San Francisco, so I filled in for him. Oh, you picked up some of his gigs. I, I picked up a gig. <laughs> well, yeah. hey, see? I know. It all works out. I have the results, Oh, Will, yeah. of our quiz. Yeah. Those were 26 questions, in case, in case you weren't counting. No. Hillary. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. Uh, it said candidates, 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 you side with Hillary Clinton, 98%. Wow. Uh, Bernie Sanders, 95%. Close. And then uh, who are these? I think that was because I want more restrictions on the border. Okay. I think that was uh, the anti-Bernie. Uh, oh, answer. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Do you even know this name? Jill Stein? Yeah, Dr. Jill Stein. Okay. She's the Green Party. Uh, yeah. She's not part of your presentations. No, your shows. I should actually throw her in. Green Party. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. You side with her 89%. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we go down the list here. Bloomberg, Gary Johnson, Ted Cruz, Trump, 30%, uh-huh. and Ben Carson, 30%. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you think that was accurate then? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you're admitting now you'll be voting first. <laughs> no, I live in California. It doesn't matter what I say. Oh, that's true. Yeah, California, man, we are blue. We're beyond the whole blue thing. We're post blue. We're bluer than the sliver of a liver of an alcoholic Smurf. <laughs> um, that, that's perfect. All right, I think that went well. But the uh, the quiz, what do you oh, think? Oh, I thought you meant No, we're not podcast. done. No, well, we're not done. No. Oh, okay. No, I have a question for you about... Um, I have an answer. These are, t- these are two things that I don't think go well together. <laughs> There's a brand new survey or whatever, some experts. San Francisco, did you see this? Named the best place to live. Not in the, on the planet, but in the United States. Uh, based on, and I have this for you, and I will read it to you. And this, I brought this with because you're a San Francisco guy. Uh, the consulting firm Mercer, the annual list of best cities to live in. Not a single American city made the top 25. Uh, the thing that this is based on healthcare, education, economy, housing, and social policies. The city in the United States that did the best was San Francisco at 28. Minneapolis, where we are now, I think was 60 something. On the planet. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. So, uh, do you agree with San Francisco? Does it make sense that it made, uh, but twenty eighth only? The problem with San Francisco is uh, it's so expensive, you know, and oh. healthcare, and uh, I'm sure that's where they. But in terms of museums and and you know walkability, comedy. Yeah, well, comedy is tough. I mean, both the clubs right now are owned by Live Nation, so yeah. That's uh, they kind of got a, a stranglehold on oh. San Francisco. So it's, uh, San Francisco has become another feeder to New York and L.A. You know, because uh, that's where the cameras are plugged in, uh, <laughs> as Tom Rhodes, my good friend, uh, is wont to say. So, um, but yeah, uh, I love it 
for so many different reasons. I love it for the food, the view, the climate. I love the climate because it's always sport coat weather. <laughs> and you look good in a sport coat. Let's be I, I just I need the pockets. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, this is the thing that I think that doesn't go along with that, and you sort of mentioned it, and this is another story I saw. Only 11% of households can afford most San Francisco homes. A friend of mine who I worked with last week in Tahoe at the Improv at Harvey's, uh, Larry Bubbles Brown, he's one of the other guys. In the movie. In the movie. And he has a rent-controlled apartment. He's been there for 32 years. Uh-huh. And it's a studio in the marina which is built on landfill, so it could liquefy during an earthquake. But uh, Larry pays like $700 a month for his studio. Okay. And across the hall, a studio came up on the market, and they rented it last month for $3,500 for a studio with no parking. Oh, my God. Yeah, $3,500 for a studio. And it's because... Of uh, all the the Twitter kids, you know, Twitter and Facebook and and Google and Apple and Instagram and Foursquare, and they're all, you know, if not downtown, we have these things called Google buses. And huh? Google bus is just a generic version of uh, what happens is Google will have hire these transports, Bauer Transport, giant buses, you know, like a but lovely. Buses with mood lighting and Wi-Fi and leather seats and tray tables to work at. And they're free. If you live in the city, you go to a bus stop and there's only like 20 different stops that they make. And there's different routes and certain buses serve. And they pick you up and they take you down to Mountain View, 35 miles away, in the Google bus. Or the Apple bus, but we just call them Google bus because it sounds funny. <laughs> and uh, they they stop at city bus stops, so they use our infrastructure, and they just and if you live near a Google a Google bus stop, those apartments and property values are raised up because all these kids and they all want to live I live in the boring section. I live in the Sunset District. Okay. Uh it's the kind of resident it's like living in the suburbs but I don't have to cross a bridge. It's out by Golden Gate Park. Okay. And uh I, I actually have a driveway that I can park in, but uh, I I can't walk to a grocery store or a little market or anything. Gotcha. So it's so I have to use the car. But uh yeah, I mean it's that expensive. When Twitter went public, and they went public at 24. And a year later, their stock was vested. So you have to wait a year. Otherwise, the tax hit is like uh, 60% instead of 35% when you sell your stock. Okay. So everybody waited a year. And after a year, 2,200 millionaires hit the streets of San Francisco. 2,200 people had made a million dollars at Twitter because they were paid in stock. Uh, they, you know... During the course of their employment, they would yeah. get stock here and stock there and stock. And once it went public, 2,200 millionaires. So. Got to make room for them. Yes. They got to live somewhere. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And Are you doing Airbnb at your house, renting out the basement? The, uh, I suppose there's no basement. The, uh, the attic? Uh, uh, there's, you know, the movement. This happened in Manhattan, of course, and everybody moved to Brooklyn and Red Hook and blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And now they're being forced to move to Queens. Because Brooklyn is so expensive now. Same thing's happening in San Francisco. Everybody moved to Oakland, and now Oakland is getting so expensive. They're you know the the little burbs next to Oakland yeah. are are becoming gentrified. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. A friend of mine. Uh, well, not a friend. Another comic in San Francisco, W. Kamal Bell. Oh yeah. He had a show, uh, totally biased, mm-hmm. very funny show. Uh, produced by Chris Rock, and he said you can tell gentrification is is becoming a pain in the ass because now white people are complaining about gentrification. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not fair. Yeah. It's just not fair. Yeah, it's a, but we live in the boring section. You know, we are, we, we nobody screws with our restaurants. I mean, you know, it's gotten so hoity-toity down there. You know, they're just... They're getting rid of the old dive bars, and you know we've lost 
four places in the last two years that we used to go to. We lost Tosca, and they fixed it up and made it fancy, and it's you know just hoity-toity. And same thing with Alfred Steakhouse, which is reopening. Joe's of Westlake, which is reopening, and they just raised the prices, and you know they price everybody out. Mm-hmm. And you just can't. There's restaurants. With two hundred seventy-five dollar prefix menus yeah. in San Francisco, two hundred seventy-five dollars—that's for a prefix menu. Yeah, it might as, it may as well be on Mars for me. Yeah, yeah, that's the likelihood of me going there. Yeah, yeah. put it on Mars. Yeah, wow, wow. Uh, do you still have a place? You still have a neighborhood place, though. Oh yeah, we have the Gold Mirror, and there's uh, Howard's for breakfast, and yeah, because we live uh, out by. Uh, we have like three different. Um, um, kind of hoods that we hang out in. There's uh, the Inner Sunset Hood by Ninth and Irving, and then there's the West Portal Hood, uh, which is uh, uh, West Portal. So, so you know, we kind of bounce back and forth. Gotcha. I uh, I know we've talked in the past about your writing. You've written quite a few books. Oh, you got a new book. I didn't bring it, but you do. It's not a book. It's uh, like a large pamphlet. It's called Fifty Four Handwritten Thirty Second Mysteries. Because I want to write a mystery set in a comedy club, and I keep saying uh, that I'm going to do it. So what I did was I wrote these little—they're just paragraphs. Uh, each one is about a hundred words, you know, thirty seconds uh-huh. uh, for the average reader. So, and I, I. Wrote them all out, and then I did a little illustration that has something to do with the little story, and they're like self-contained mysteries, uh, just a paragraph long. Where is this available? Uh, at the show. Only oh. at the show. You have to come to the show. Oh, do you have them this week, then? I do. Oh, you do? Yeah. What else, Anything else you're selling? Any old CDs? Or? No. No? Hopefully, uh, I'll be able to talk to Schlissel while I'm here. Ah. Uh, maybe he can uh, tape. Yeah, because the last CD I did was Elect the Laugh, and that was in 2012. And then I had the whole Boomer show, which can be generic mm-hmm. and get me more airplay, so yeah. a larger sound exchange. Nice. And Check. then I know you, uh, you're you still writing stuff for different uh, – I write a weekly column. Uh, they get syndicated, but it's not by one of the big syndicators. It's uh, Kegel Cartoons. So it goes to like 30 or 40 – it goes to everybody, and then who picks it? Uh, out of the subscription, so uh, thirty or forty newspapers a week, and uh, a lot of websites. And yep. I never know which newspapers until I get an angry email from Osceola, Florida, or <laughs> Prescott, Arizona. They hate me in Prescott, Arizona. Oh, yeah. I guess the person who's the editor of the Prescott Statesman <laughs> likes my stuff, or he, he likes the controversy. But I get all these angry, you liberal. Libtard, you know that's what I always get. You Obama loving libtard. Where where where's Prescott? Have you and they call me a moron and they spell it wrong. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Um, I don't know where Prescott. You haven't is. even looked it up. No, I think it. I think it's between Flagstaff and Phoenix. Okay, on fifteen, not fifteen. What road is that? I don't know. I don't know. It might be fifteen. Yeah, because thirty five West. Minnesota, Jesus, 35 West. What do you want? 35 West North or 35 West South or 35 West <laughs> East or 35 West West? I mean, 35 West, it's such a pain in the ass. I, I can tell you, you, uh, you people that have lived like in Minnesota their whole lives get confused, that have been driving for 20 years get confused. Uh, well, I'm just north. I'm, just, I'm on 35. I'm heading towards which 35? I don't know. Which 35? 35? Yeah. How yeah. are you supposed to know which 35? Give it another name. 235. What's yeah. wrong with 235? I agree. Jeez. I agree. I agree. My wife and I have had a, not not fights, but like. Where she doesn't, she gets herself lost, and I'm going, you know, you know where this 35W is that one, 35E is the one over here, St. Paul, like, you should know the difference by now, but no, it's easily confused, it really is. It really is. And Scott Walker in Wisconsin, you know, because he's he, he took away $250 million from the University of Wisconsin uh, University system, and he gave... 
like three weeks later, he gave $250 million to uh, Cole to build a new Buck Stadium or uh, arena. Right. You know, so, I mean, you know, you don't even have to. He couldn't have made a 235. You know, I mean, it, it was 250, 250. But what he did was he raised he raised uh, the, the speed limit on Wisconsin highways to 70. Hey, so everybody is so excited. Sure. Yeah. Oh, we get to go. Uh-huh. <laughs> Brilliant. It was. And they already have fireworks. Otherwise, you could have used that one. Yeah, you guys don't have fireworks? No, that's correct. Or the Sunday liquor sales, remember. You don't have Sunday liquor sales? Correct. What? Uh, huh? Huh? At a liquor store. No, the liquor stores are closed on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, welcome to the the seventh year of the second decade of the 21st century, people. Just stock up. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Anything else we should mention here before we hit the road here? Oh, You've got a show coming up in like three hours, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, yes, yes. And this is, you know, one of the few clubs that I can do because I'm so old. And, uh, you know, here you actually have mixed ages. So, so many clubs market themselves, you know, just to young people. And, and the, excuse me, the average age of a comedy club is usually 18 to 35, mm-hmm. which was great. But here... Uh, the 612 area code, you know, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Big fan. As I say in my show, they are my target demographic. People who read or know someone who does. <laughs> and I and I love working here, and I, I can learn a lot about my act. Damn right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, Will. I think that's all I have. Wow. Yeah. Unless there's something else we need to get out well, there. Well, I'm, I'm uh, so honored to be part of Podcast 189 with Justin Severson. We did it. Yeah. We did it. 189 is 189. in the books. 189, yeah. Thank you, Will. Boom.